0: in him I live, move, and have my being. This is one of my best scriptures in the Bible. I know I've said that a lot, but it's still one of them, and I'm so excited to talk about this. You see, Paul had seen the polytheism and atheism of the Athenians, and obviously he wasn't so happy about it, so he went and talked to them. And before I go on, the two things you need to learn about the Athenians is, number one, that these guys could literally never run out of gods to worship. And they kept looking for more. Like the main reason they actually gave Paul the audience to talk about his God, his cute God, is because they're probably like, does this guy present us with another guy to worship? Does he present us with another idol to put in another place in our town? Like, does he? The other thing you need to know. And this, I didn't even learn about it when I was reading about the verse. It is actually in the Bible. Right there in verse 21 of Acts 17, it's written that the Athenians spent all their time discussing new ideas and as in that just sound like us like talk about the bible still being alive till today talk about foreshadowing and foreboding that you learned in high school but that was my go-to point every single time like whenever we are asked about stylistic devices i have written foreshadowing before i've even thought of how i'll justify my answer but anyway i digress like just think of how we always have something to talk about like that's the basic premise of twitter that's why we have challenges and trends and phrases like but you're not ready for that conversation yet just think of how previously we had our black women being victimized for having thick lips and now the very people who are actually victimizing them are like that's kind of cute actually i want those lips like just think about how we used to love baggy jeans and now we've gotten to a point where no that's no longer the thing the thing is skinny jeans the point is Society always changes. Like people will always have different opinions which will change at some point. But guess who doesn't change? That's why we need to drop our anchor in him. Because the thing about an anchor is that it is the one thing that keeps us stable and unshaken when everything else is moving and being swayed. So the main reason I'm recording this video today is just to ask you, who's your identity? Like who defines you? Is it your friends and what they tell you? Is it what you see on social media? Is it what the people who raised you and the people you are raised around believe about you? And you might not fit in those three categories, but if your answer is anything but God, then you've probably gotten it all wrong. Because as I read on this scripture, I realized that when we say in him, it literally means either by him or through him. So through him, we live, move, and find our being. By him, we live, move, and find our being. When we say in him, we live, it doesn't just refer that he's the one who created us and formed us. It goes to the fact that he still sustains us continuously till today, like The reason you woke up today morning or afternoon, depending on the kind of person you are, the reason you woke up is because of him. Like the reason your body is still functioning, maybe not as much as you'd want it to be. Maybe it doesn't look the way you want it to be, but the reason it's still functioning, it's all his grace. It's all him. In him we live. When we talk about in him we move, it's all about dependency. Like, It is up to us to recognize that the things that we do or the things that we can do, it all boils down to the fact that it is him who lets us, it is him who strengthens us. Some translations talk about in him we are moved, and this is where the gist is. Because when we talk about in him we are moved, when you talk about being moved, it alludes to our feelings, how we feel towards things, and how we react to them. So let me put it this way. The things you love in him should be the things that God loves in him. Let me make this real. The people you hate or dislike, does God feel the same about them? Because he literally says he loves everyone. His son died for the whole world, not just Christians. Not just Christians. He died for the whole world. That's the kind of God we have. He even loves the people you think they don't deserve it. Even the people who don't believe in him, or even the people who mock him and spit on his name, he still loves them. It does. That's why I don't believe in cancel culture. That's why you'll never see me cancel or saying that I'll cancel anyone. It doesn't mean that I am superior to them. It doesn't mean that I'm inferior to anyone. Because cancel culture is you thinking you're better than them because of the thing that they do or say, and that's your standard. If I'm canceling someone, it's because I honestly believe that I'm better than them. That what they do, I can't do. They're not supposed to do it, and I'm not justifying anything. But you're not supposed to cancel people because that's living with your standard, not his. Because his standard is love your neighbors as you love yourself. That's his standard. It's it's not that I love people more than the average person, than the next person. Because recently I saw the story of a man who raped a four-day-old baby. Four-day-old. His stepdaughter. That's messed up. You think I loved him at that moment? Actually, I did throw hands. Or knives. Possibly bullets, but I constantly need to remind myself I am not moved by society. I'm not moved by culture or what people do. I'm not moved by what I think. I'm moved by Him. It's Him who sets the standard. And lastly, when we see in Him we have our being, it's all about us finding ourselves, finding who we are in who He is. Only the Creator can define their creation. The problem is we become so comfortable with other creations defining other creations. And now those creations are walking around damaged because of the definition given to them by other creation. Having said that, I just want to tell you guys, by the way, and this is how I live. And honestly, I think this is how y'all should, if you aren't already. If he says I'm chosen, if he says I'm loved despite the things I've done, because I've done some things. If he says that I am marked for a purpose greater than I. I believe it. It doesn't matter what you believe. It doesn't matter what they believe. It doesn't even matter what I believe. Because I didn't create myself. So I can't define myself. It doesn't matter what I believe. If he says it, I believe it. Like the VXs and Volkswagens and Range Rovers, they don't define themselves. It's Toyota who does. It's Volkswagen who does. It's Land Rover who does. The creator defines them. So if he says it, I believe it. If he says it, I believe it. 'Cause there's a man of his word. <laughs> anyway, and I've, I've butchered that song. Please listen to the original one, "Man of Your one by Maverick City. It's really nice. So the thing I want to leave you guys with today is what Joshua told the Israelites: Choose today who you will serve. Choose today in whom you will place your identity. Choose today who you will allow to define you and who you are. But as for me. I would have added with my house as for me in my house but i don't have one so as for me in him i live in him i moved in him i find my name